Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us for Ask the Expert North Texas. I'm Kristen Diaz. I'm David Rankin. Last week, we had the Iowa caucuses in the middle of a nasty winter storm. Today, it's the first voting primary of the 2024 presidential election. On the GOP side, it's former President Donald Trump against the former U.N. ambassador and former South Carolina governor Nikki Haley. And if you believe the polls, this election day is the former president's to lose on today's Ask the Expert, we get some insight from Vinny Manchillo. He's a Republican strategist. He's in the KRLD Zoom room. Vinny, thank you so much for the time. Thanks for having me. Okay, New Hampshire might be first, but in other recent election cycles, how important is that first primary to the actual getting of the nomination? Well, it really is. I mean, and, and really, we kind of think about the first two, Iowa and New Hampshire, you know, together as a package. And and there, you, you know, New Hampshire picks a lot of winners. A lot of a lot of people who win New Hampshire go on to eventually get the nomination. So it's a big deal. What's the strategy for tonight, you think, for for Nikki's sake right now? Uh, mm -hmm. You know, she's been making some flash headlines these past couple of weeks, and this is a big night for her. Yeah, as as we've been kind of saying, you know, all along, this is one of those uh, primary seasons where it's getting late early. Uh, so this whole thing really, really developed and matured and is probably going to end really early. So, you know, obviously the president, uh, President Trump won, you know, really big in Iowa. Um, and I would expect he's going to win really big tonight. Um, so the question is, you know, does Nikki Haley have the the horsepower to go? Uh, and I think it, it it really depends on can she make this into a race? Will this be a 20 point race? What's the threshold for you know, her claiming, you know, some kind of a moral victory here. Let's talk about this. This campaign seemed to have started very early. We had upwards of 14 different candidates and it's down to two at this point. How unusual <laughs> is it for there to be so few candidates that are actually in the running when it comes to the first primary? Right. Typically, you know, you'd have the whole gaggle of candidates, you know, planning to get from Iowa, at least through New Hampshire. I mean, that's kind of like, you know, the, the falling out, if you will. You know, New Hampshire is is really when you get down to the serious candidates. But a lot of ways, this primary has, has not run like a normal primary. You, president Trump has run it from the position of being almost an incumbent president. So it's really, in a lot of ways, been his to lose uh, right from the start, uh, which is very, that's very, very unusual. As we focus on, again, Nikki Haley and uh, former President Donald Trump, of course, let's look at uh, former President Donald Trump and all the legal trouble that he's in. Do we mm -hmm. see this also being a continuing uh, hurdle for him or not with the way that people will vote? Well, if 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 I had the crystal ball to give me that answer, I'd <laughs> I'd really I'd really have something, you know. And, or so and the really, trend, the trend. Yeah, well, sure. Uh, you know, to this point, you know, the president's legal troubles have, in you know, in a way, helped him. 
you know, it has really solidified his base. And in that, as we say, he's got he's got a, a high floor. The question is, does he have a low ceiling? So there are, you know, 30, 40 percent of people that are going to vote for President Trump no matter what. And we saw them trudge out into terrible weather in Iowa, you know, to come in and caucus for him. And and with each legal hurdle, um, they become more and more convinced that that he's the right guy. So in a lot of ways, it's helped going forward. Really don't know. So what happens when the Supreme Court will finally make a decision about his eligibility based on the 14th Amendment? This could happen at any time. Will it have an actual impact well, you, you know, look, I, I guess it depends the way they rule, but it seems very unlikely that they're that that they're going to take the president off those ballots. I would be I would be very, very surprised if that happens, you know, if they invoke the 14th Amendment in that in that kind of a situation. Now, I, I think some other you know legal issues, you know, gee, does he get convicted of something down the line? You know, that that could certainly change things. What spurs your interest most for tonight's election? Um, I think. You know, it's kind of interesting because everything has changed in the last just few days. We've had Chris Christie drop out. And, and you know, the, the rule of thumb would be the bulk of the Chris Christie supporters would go to Nikki Haley. And and Chris Christie, you know, New, New Hampshire was supposed to be his really strong, uh, you know, state. And then we've had Ron DeSantis go out. Rule of thumb, most of the Ron DeSantis, uh, you know, supporters would go to Trump. But he really did not invest a lot in, in New Hampshire. He does not have a big... A big presence there. So I guess what I'm watching tonight is just to see what the margin is. I think there's no question that President Trump wins this. Does he get over 50 percent of the vote? Does he clear Nikki Haley by 20 points? I mean, it's kind of it's kind of ridiculous to have this conversation uh, because he's he's that far ahead. How much does Haley need to get in order to still be even considered a contender at this point? You know, that's that's a that's a great question. And I would say, you know, to be honest with you, she needs to get 50 percent of the vote plus one. She, you know, really to be a contender at this point, it's a long shot. She would really have to win tonight. Someone with your professional expertise. I'm curious when you talk, have have you had discussions with people who are non-voters, people who, you know, don't pay attention as closely as you do? What are some of the gems in those conversations that you take away that you think that, you know, more people should pay attention to? Right, right. I, I think you know people are are a little bit checked out on the presidential race. I think they feel like it's it's a movie sequel, and, and I don't know that they've really gotten excited to participate in the, in the movie sequel. For for those of us who are political junkies, it's 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 you know it's completely new. Nothing ever, nothing like this has ever happened before. So so it's new and exciting for us. Um, but I think for regular rank and file voters. Um, they're a little they're a little put off at the moment. Yeah. And then we talk about you talked about Ron DeSantis suspending mm-hmm. the campaign. Did it surprise you that he suspended so early in the actual election cycle? Or did he just read the writing on the wall and is trying to get what he can out of a possible um, GOP administration in 2025? Well, I tell you, they have uh, they have spent an enormous uh, amount of money, and we can talk for an hour about the the unusual arrangement that the DeSantis campaign created with their PAC. Um, but they have spent you know millions and millions and millions of dollars, and and as a result, have moved numbers the wrong way. Um, so there is a fundamental problem with candidate and campaign, and at this point, really, they've been throwing good money after bad. That's Vinny Mancello, who's a Republican strategist on today's Ask the Expert. Vinny, thank you so much. 
Thank you. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.